another week in the cabin at Crapper Creek. Welcome to the program. Good to have you with us. What do we got this week? Well, we'll take a look at things that just make you look old. We'll talk workplace romance. We'll tell you how to smell like the yellow pages, because that's what everybody wants. Strange dating criteria. Working as a full-time child. Unfun facts and a foodie roundup. This week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. You drinking enough water? Now, apparently they say uh, the biggest stat they found was that uh, middle-aged people are 20% more likely to die early if they don't drink enough water. But here's the scarier one. If you're not drinking enough water, being chronically dehydrated makes you 50% more likely to look old. Wow. Yeah, sucking cheeks, dry skin, early aging, sunken eyes. Now, keep in mind, they're also more likely to have high cholesterol and high blood pressure, which is probably why 20% more likely to die. You know, nobody wants to look old. It's one thing to feel old, but if you look old too, it's like, ah. But there's a lot of things that make us look old. Come on, paying with a check? What are you... <laughs> or like using your phone to actually place a telephone call. That just makes you look old. Or if you're spending all afternoon at Joanne's Fabrics, nothing makes you look older. Or if you just if you've ever like started any sentence with the words, "Well, when I was your age, guess what? You just sounded and look old." Might as well hike them pants up. If you've got a chain around the glasses on your neck, oh. Or if you call a hashtag the pound sign. Or even worse, if you call it the tic-tac-toe board. <laughs> and please, don't use your shirt pocket. There's nothing that can make you look older than using your shirt pocket. Or having that snot rag in your back pocket. Even worse, going to the mall to walk. All right, riding any kind of scooter that beeps when you back up, you, you just, if you're watching the evening news, you're probably pretty old. Ordering from Franklin Mint, right? <laughs> up here, you know, anytime you have the baseball hat with the little bow on the front, yeah, you're old. Suspenders, that's another one, man. You don't see too many young people wearing suspenders these days, do you? <laughs> or if you use the word galoshes, just... <laughs> uh, suspenders and galoshes, forget about it. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. I don't know if this is a good idea, this next story. Let me tell you this. Uh, the biggest disadvantage to online dating is that your parents are less involved in helping you find a date. Totally kidding. But Tinder is apparently serious about it. Tinder has just announced a few new features. One of them is a matchmaking option, which allows you to send profiles to friends and family to let them weigh in. Really? The idea is that you can... That it can help you find out a potential match passes the friend test or the parents' approval test. 
Do you really want to open up that can of worms? The people who you invite to weigh in do not have to have Tinder accounts themselves. And don't worry, they're not able to do anything on your behalf. Liking profiles, messaging potential dates, none of that. Oh, man. Really? You want your passive-aggressive mom in on this? I can't, You can hear it now, can't you? You send her the photos? You know what you're going to get, right? You're going to get your mom weighing in on everything. Oh, you're so brave to date whoever you want. See what I'm talking about? Uh, how about this one? Well, where in the world did you two meet? You're going to get these if you let her in on... Well, t- what I think doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Here we go. So, I assume he makes lots of money? Oh, God. Yeah. Good idea, well, right? Well, if that's who you really want to date. Oh, the guilt. Here it comes. Boy, you must really like him. <laughs> oh, God. What happened to your previous boyfriend? Ouch. Oh, Mom. Oh, dear, I love you no matter who you date. That, that, I knew that one was coming. Oh, he reminds me of your father. Oh, that's not what you want to hear. Finally. I blame myself for this. Uh-huh. Still still down with that new Tinder uh, dating app? Yeah, I didn't think so. All right, hey, here's one. Do you know what the term out-of-pocket means? Now, your answer depends on how old you are. Merriam-Webster's only definition is it's about money, out-of-pocket expenses, right, with your insurance plan. But I guess there's a couple other ways. A lot of millennials use it when they're, they'll be away from the desk or unreachable. Hey, I might be, you might not be able to call me. I'm going to be out of pocket. Really? That's millennials. But Gen Z, some Gen Zers posted a video making fun of his boss for using it all the time. He said she'll say things like, I'll be out of pocket for a few hours this afternoon. And he thinks it's hilarious. Here's why. To Gen Z, out of pocket means out of character or unhinged. So if you say to a young person, they don't hear, I'll be unreachable, they think you mean, I'm getting crazy this afternoon. Because Gen Z doesn't understand the meaning of that. But that's one of many. Come on now. Generations are like that. When we were kids, we didn't know what the, you know, the baby boomers, some of theirs were very strange. But there's a lot of, Phrases I don't think Gen Zers or Millennials understand. Words like, how about phrases like put down the phone? They don't know what that means. Electric scooters don't belong on sidewalks. Go outside. (laughs) How about you ride your bike on the bike path instead of the road next to the bike path? They don't understand that. Oh, here's a phrase Gen Zers don't understand. Yeah, your student loans are your problem. That makes no sense to them. Hard work won't kill you. Not everything needs to be delivered. Oh, uh, here's a good one. They don't understand this. Yeah, uh, Gen Zers, likes on social media aren't the same as likes in real life. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, here's a phrase that they can't. Uh, It's time to get a place of your own. Hey, Gen Zers, here's a phrase you probably don't understand at all. Stranger Things? Yeah, it was better when it was called E.T. or the Goonies. They, them pronouns? Won't lie. Kind of annoying. We're fine with it. That's what you want to go with. But they're still annoying. Oh, here, you want to really watch them explode? Just look at them and say, yeah, Taylor Swift, 
You know she's just a singer, right? Oh, they, they can't wrap their brain around any of those. Do you have a favorite slang word or is there one you're tired of? Every generation has their fair share of slang, right? Every generation has its slang. It's cool, uncool, desperately trying to be cool, not giving a rat's ass. I don't know. There was a new study out about the most and least popular slang for all age groups. Includes uh, the most used slang words. For boomers, uh, number one is bummer, followed by mellow and wannabe. I don't remember. Trashed my mellow, man. Okay. Uh, for Gen X, it's chill, followed by lame and bummer. So bummer works for boomers and Gen X because it crossed over there. Uh, for millennials, number one is OMG, followed by chill and lame. So there's some crossover with Gen X there. For Gen Z, it's selfie, followed by OMG. So OMG is the crossover for millennials. So each one has a crossover from the previous, I noticed. But there's also a rundown of the slang words we just want to go away forever. Boomers would like to ditch the term Gucci and sheesh. Sheesh. I don't think I've ever used either of those. Gen X, they want to cancel uh, thirsty. How about we cancel cancel? Can we cancel cancel? I'm surprised boomers aren't done with cancel. Uh, clap back and slay. For millennials, they want to forget slay, sus, and clout. I didn't know those were used. Gen Z, they want to banish savage. And what is what SKSKSK? I don't even. And POV is in point of view? Really? That's a. I didn't know that was really slang as much as a. Initials for point of view, but okay. You'd think that there wouldn't be much argument there, but everything is cyclical, right? I mean, for example, Gen Z wants to use more of sheesh and clapback, which are the ones that Gen X wants to get rid of and boomers. While the older generation is more looking to use more of Gen Z's castaways. It wasn't all negative, though. Uh, The generations were also asked uh, which slang words they'd like to bring back. Boomers, we'd like to bring out far out. Okay, far out. I'd love to bring back far out. Peace out and bummer. Gen X wants to revive right on. Okay, that'd be okay. Groovy and epic. All right, Gen X. I'm about all of those. I still use groovy a lot. Millennials want to bring back cool cat. Cowabunga. And talk to the hand. Oh, please, God, not talk to the hand. Don't. No. Gen Z wants to bring back YOLO, Rad, and What's Up? Oh, I don't think I like any of those ideas. Also includes uh, top vintage slang in every state. Terms like bogus and all that in a bag of chips, fat, or barf me out. Remember those? But see, cool. Where's cool on all that? We Everybody, all of them still use cool. I know Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, Boomers, we all still use cool. That never really went away. Or is that just me? <laughs> Maybe that's just me. <laughs> We're talking about girl math when it comes to shopping. Uh, you know, if it's $100, but I get it for $50, then I'm saving $50, so I have to buy it. It's girl math. Well, you know, they say everybody loves a bargain, which is true, but sometimes seeking out deals can be kind of time-consuming. Like people that clip all the coupons, I get it. It's cool. But wow, time is money. 
But 85% of people say finding a good deal on something is such a boost, it kind of makes their day. Survey uh, about Americans, 34% say they're the best bargain hunters they know. 85% of people say they search for deals today more than ever due to inflation. I get it. Who wouldn't? Sometimes it's just so exhausting. Most Americans say an item needs to be at least 36% off to be a bargain. One in five say 50% off. All right, I'd agree with that. 56% say they, uh, even if they really need an item, they'll hold off purchasing it till it goes. Me, I'm the guy that'll wait a year and buy last year's model this year because it's always cheaper to do that. But there are ways to save money when shopping. So I think it's time for education. 95.9 presents an X-Rock Morning Show educational moment. Here are some steps you can take to save money while shopping. Number one, only buy things when they're on sale. Or if left unattended near the front of the store. Make sure to check with your meth dealer. See if they accept coupons. Remember to buy store brands. For instance, if you're at the grocery store, buy Kroger products. If you're at Kmart... Wait, why the hell are you at Kmart? What the hell? Always avoid splurging on stuff you'll never use. You know, like... Liberal arts degrees. Check to see if the item you're looking for is available on Amazon for less. Or even better, see if it's available on Craigslist for sex. Instead of buying something, rent it. Note to self, not applicable with toilet paper. Remember to negotiate for great prices. Unless you're at the 99 cent store, because they simply cannot go any lower on those Steven Seagal DVDs. Or like the guy who told me he only solicits chubby prostitutes. He said, buy in bulk. And finally, only shop at outlet malls. Trust me, what you spend on gas to drive to the middle of nowhere is well worth the two bucks you'll save on that belt from the gap. Hope these tips help you out. And remember the number one best tip, always shop at the Crapper Creek General Store for great items that absolutely nobody needs. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Just hanging out in the cabin, drinking some coffee, got the fire going. Life is pretty good. It's not too bad. I love hearing from you guys. Remember, call us uh, here in the studio. We love getting Facebook messages. Just search X-Rock Morning Show on Facebook. We stream live all around the globe. We love having you here, listening on air, on the podcast, and what have you, to to us in the cabin. Pretty nice report. I don't know if you've seen this report on the most stressful jobs in America. A lot of them are here in Alaska, you know, like crab fishermen, right? Lumberjack, you know, truck driver. We got some dangerous jobs up here. Department of Labor ranked them uh, according to how common high stress situations and high stakes decisions are. Number one, believe it or not, urologist. Really? Most stressful? Like Dr. Tony Nima. He's like such a chill dude. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Then it's film and video editors. Number three isn't anesthesiologists. It's anesthesiologist assistants, judges, telephone operators. Wow. 
Uh, if you're looking for one of the least stressful jobs in the world, a messenger or courier. Well, okay. Yeah, I could see that. That makes sense. Uh, the fun part of the list uh, here is seeing where your own job ranks. And according to the results, apparently uh, I've got a really stressful job. Of the 873 different jobs listed, radio disc jockey is 145. So what do they consider more stressful than 83% of the jobs? Really? This? What I'm doing? Does that mean I'm doing it right or doing it terribly wrong? Because I'm not feeling a lot of stress with this job. So what do, what do they say is less stressful than my job? Um, store security guard. Embalming dead bodies. <laughs> airline pilot. They say being an airline pilot is less stressful than what I'm doing. Well, I guess we both drink on the job, so there's that. Border patrol agent? Wait, what? Border patrol agent. Less stressful than doing the show from Grandpa Creek. Really? TSA agent. <laughs> Disaster response coordinator. Boat captain and drive through worker. Here's another. Here's a couple more. They say are least... They're, they're less stressful than doing radio. People who handle and detonate explosives and people operating a nuclear power plant, plant slightly less stressful than what I am doing right now. So, you're wondering uh, what I do every morning for you people. You're welcome. I am literally putting my life on the line for you. I mean, sure, I could go for something less stressful like Embalming dead bodies and flying jets and watching the southern border, being a TSA agent or handling dangerous explosives. But no, I'm going to raise the bar and do stuff really dangerous. Like play the weather coming up next. Shocking, shocking poll here. Office romances. Have you ever had an office romance? My ex-girlfriend and I, we started out in radio together. We had an office romance. You know, we did stuff. Well, there's a poll that came out. 40% of us admit we've had sex with a co-worker. But did you know that uh, who, who in the office is most likely to have a romance with somebody? New survey on work uh, workplace romance found... The employee's most likely to have one? People in HR. The ones telling you not to have one. Yeah, human resources. More likely than any other group to flirt with employees, have a crush on a co-worker, have sexy dreams about one, or actually have a romantic or sexual relationship. 40% of us have dated a co-worker. 75% of us admit to at least flirting with a co-worker. Well, yeah, who doesn't flirt? One in 11, or about 9%, had a romantic relationship at work while married. No, that's a big no-no. Men are more likely to cheat with a subordinate or somebody they manage. Women are more likely to cheat with somebody who's not their boss. The chance of finding love? Uh, They're not zero. 9%, about 1 in 11, have a workplace romance that ended in marriage. But we did our own survey. For instance, we found 84% of uh, uh, assaulted uh, have assaulted a co-worker for burning popcorn in the break room microwave. I'm surprised it's that low. 70% of you have stole copy paper. 60% of 
stolen toilet paper and 45% stole copy paper to use as toilet paper. 76% of you have used a dumb voice when doing an impression of their boss. Oh, I'm Perry Wally. Look at me. <laughs> Sorry, boss. 59% have lied about biking to work just because they didn't want to admit their disheveled look was from being hungover. 76% admit to using the toilet on a different floor of the building after Taco Tuesday. And almost 70% of us have observed the four-day work week long before it became a thing. 89% of you ladies have naughty thoughts about the UPS guy during short season. I'd say 89% of the uh, ladies and maybe eh, 35% of the guys maybe. 54% of you don't know what the heck to call that click-clack ball thing with the six or eight balls that go back and forth hitting each other on your desk. So we just call it the click-clack ball thing. What is the name of that thing anyway? And finally, did you know 65% spend their lunch break hotboxing? Of course, the sample size was the radio station, so... Day and age, people are coming up with new ways to make money. Side hustles, working from home... Influencer showing your feet. I don't know. Well, China has a new issue, a new a new thing going on. Do you know a twenty-something who isn't working and just hanging out at home, maybe doing odd jobs, errands, mooching off the folks? Maybe they are employed as a full-time child. Apparently in uh, China, the job market isn't great. In fact, it's so scarce, young people are being forced out of the labor market and there's a new trend. Working for their parents, full-time children. The parents pay a little more than $1,000 a month, about the average salary in China. And in exchange, the kids spend time with their parents, driving them to various stores, doing housework, cooking, generally being on hand for anything that's needed. It's become such a thing that hashtag full-time daughter and hashtag full-time son have been trending in China, uh, Chinese social media platforms. Now, obviously, in some cases, the young adults are basically being forced into it. But for some families, it's a mutually beneficial arrangement. And both sides are happier than before. I gotta admit, I had the daughter home for a little bit before heading back to Japan. And she took the dog to the vet for us. She helped with the dishes, feed the pets. Oh, everything was nice. I could see this. But I don't know. How, how does that work? Do you have to audition? What if you're a young child? How do you audition to be a full-time child? Probably goes something like this. Okay, we have your application here, Mr. Shang Wang. We do have a few questions to ask before we hire you as our full-time child. But, uh, question one, can you throw tantrums in the cereal aisle at the store for us? Uh, yeah, we're also going to need you to leave Legos out for us to step on at night. Oh, and uh, also on a regular basis, we're going to need you to bring home the stomach flu from daycare from time to time. Also, at some point, we're really going to need you, possibly, to take something that should never be flushed down the toilet and flush it down the toilet. Also, you're going to need to freak out whenever you pass Menchie's. And let's see here. Can a crayon fit up your nose? Good. Okay. Because we're going to need you to do that and take you to the ER a time or two. 
And remember, uh, when the two of us are in bed uh, about to get intimate, that's when we're going to need you to crawl in bed with us and ruin everything. We'll also need a sample of really terrible artwork from you that we can put on the refrigerator. And I'm not sure how we're going to handle this last one, but we're going to need you to destroy your mother's cleavage, if at all possible. Oh, and make sure neither of us sleep for the next 18 years. So, I think everything's in order. We'll be getting right back to you after nap time. Going through this winter. Yeah, I know. Got to keep up your energy in the dark, cold days. It's very difficult to do. Got to keep that energy up. And a good way to start would be with a foodie roundup, maybe. Yeah! See how I sprung that on you? Let's start with KFC. Now, they usually serve their food in buckets, right? Occasionally, they mix things up. They've announced they're bringing back their wraps. Apparently, they're popular enough to come back. But now, for a limited time, they've got the mac and cheese wrap. Piece of fried chicken wrapped with their cheddar macaroni and cheese. Finished with more cheese and some cheese on top of the cheese. You had me at cheese. They also do a spicy slaw wrap, if you're into that, or a classic. Study found ice cream as addictive as heroin. Yep. They found 14% of people are addicted to it. That's one in seven worldwide. But is ice cream really as addictive as heroin? Well, you probably won't get the shakes just because you ran out of haagen But it might be just as hard to quit ultra-processed foods. Because of the dopamine shot gives you the feel-good hormone. Yeah. One expert compared to trying to quit smoking. Wow. That's why they've come out with heroin-flavored ice cream. No. Uh, The most popular delivery request? No onions. Dressing on the side was second, followed by ranch. Just ranch. Just the word ranch, because we're Americans. We love our ranch. Extra soy sauce. Spicy sauce on the side. No lettuce, no jalapenos. Extra gravy or no slaw. Most ordered item, French fries, garlic naan, what? Pad thai, miso soup, and California roll. Wow. Most unexpected food combos, steak with jelly, cottage cheese with mustard, condensed milk with avocados, seaweed with pasta sauce, and butter with pickled onions. Okay. Some of the other unique requests. Please fry my chicken very hard, very crispy, almost burned. That's just weird. I have braces and it's difficult for me to chew. Please chop my salad up and all ingredients in small pieces. (laughs) Elsewhere, uh, fast food customers are being surprised by bag fees at drive-thrus. McDonald's said they had no choice. So they're getting bag fees. Hey, there's a new festival. Food festival. It's a food festival. And they focus on chain foods like Chili's or Panda Express. It's coming to LA. Chain Fest. Bites from Chili's, Dunkin', Jack in the Box, Panda Express, Pizza Hut, Red Robin, Sonic. It'll cost 75 bucks to get in. One of the people behind the concept is B.J. Novak from The Office. But it's not a joke. It's not even a sarcastic stunt. 
Finally, uh, the way you butter your toast says a lot about your personality. Did you know that? The glider. That's where you just toss some butter on, glide it across the bread once or twice. Total coverage. Every square inch of bread must have butter. Methodical, precise, organized. Or apparent because, you know, you got to get that peanut butter to the edges. Uh, The clumper. Minimal spread, couple pats, call it good. These people think outside the box. And they also tend to be late a lot. Would you like some toast with that butter? If you use way more butter than most people, you probably have a happy disposition, enjoy life, and don't mind overindulging. That's just another way of saying you're fat. The crust avoider. The double cider. The tear and spread. Wow, that doesn't sound dirty at all. Especially if you include butter. Sexy time on your foodie roundup. Yeah! From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. By all means, we gotta talk science. Yeah, I think it's time for your nerd news. always wrap up the week with some science news or start the week or we just do a lot of science news here let's start with ocean news experts always thought starfish didn't have heads but a new study found uh no not only do they have them their entire body is a head apparently they found out that starfish lost their torso and other features as they evolved Quote, a starfish is best described as just a head crawling along the seafloor. Okay, that's that's not a creepy way to think about it at all. Nothing creepy there. Uh, let's check out some cat news. Uh, the latest study finds cats have 276 different facial expressions. Wow, uh-huh. Right. I've got Wilson the cat, and I'm here to tell you he has one, and it's angry all the time. 276, they're high. In rat news, that's a thing, a study found rats have an imagination. They can think of a location and imagine themselves taking a piece of food there to chow it down. Oh, this would taste really good down in the sewer. Got some booze news for you. For you designated drivers, I only drink non-alcoholic beer. Well, be careful. It's more likely to give you food poisoning. Studies have found because non-alcoholic beer will spoil much faster than regular beer without the alcohol in there. And how about some space news? NASA had to apologize after suggesting it's dumb to think we'll ever visit Jupiter. People were angry at them for discouraging kids to dream big. Also, a space balloon company unveiled the design of its new bathroom with a spectacular view. What? Here's some really weird Earth news. Our planet might have another planet inside it? There's a theory, uh, an ancient planet called Thea crashed into us billions of years ago. Chunks are still buried in the Earth's mantle, and they think that's what created the moon. Strictly theory. Let me guess, it's made of cheese. And 
And finally, we've got some work news where here's a shocking study. They found having a terrible boss can discourage us from trying so hard. What? Especially if you've been gunning for a promotion. If you're just trying to not get fired, there's just less of an effect. Luckily, uh, there's a reason everybody here at the radio station, you can always tell a good company by how good the boss is and how they retain employees. And I'm here to tell you, working for P-Dub, Perry Wally, and working for his brother and his dad before him, 90% of our staff has been here over 20 years. Says something about a good operation right there. God, I hope he's listening. I really need a promotion. Another great time in the cabin. Next week, some fun with uh, Thanksgiving for you. Plus, we'll talk fly vomit, you know, for Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to play the Florida Man game. We'll take a look at life's embarrassing moments. New phobias. Lovely Maria will join us for uh, an episode of Normal or Nope. And we talk pooping at Disney World next week on the podcast. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.